Hello again, everyone. Welcome to the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight. We are broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studios on Broad Street in downtown Rome, Georgia, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. I am Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio. And I am Eric Collins with the Rome Floyd Chamber, and today our guest is J.J. Johnson of Smoothie King. What's up, J.J.? Oh, just another beautiful day in uh, Rome, G.A. <laughs> How we doing? Uh, life's good. What? I can't complain. I'm glad y'all see me. And, and You're on this side. Yeah, I'm on this side of the, uh, of the, of the grass. <laughs> you understand? Well, what, before, before we go any further, what do you think of the sultry vocal tones of, of, uh, of our chamber representative here, Eric? Uh, he's, he, I call him Smoothie. <laughs> Not Smoothie, but Smoothie. Hey, I need to get a smoothie with that. You like that? Yeah, I like that. Man. I like that. That's a, that's a great little transition into what you, what you do for uh, a You like that. <laughs> uh, so, for, for, so for those that don't know, uh, apparently we're going to laugh here for the next 20 yes. to 30 minutes. have a lot of fun. And uh, so, JJ, you are, you are the owner-operator of Smoothie King. And uh, and and what and and probably bottle washer and and whatever else has got to be done, right? No, I've I've slowed down on that. <laughs> Since probably last we talked, I have a superstar general manager that tells me to get out. Wow, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, and which I I I really appreciate her. her name is Ambrosia. I really appreciate her. She's a super super uh, great general manager and. It, it allows me to do a lot of the community stuff that I do in this town that I really, really enjoy. Okay. Well, that's that's interesting. Obviously, the hook of the podcast here is business. Yeah. So, so you said since last we talked. So to me, that's a good sign. Business is growing or business is good enough for you to, to hire some help yeah. to, to take the burden off you. So just talk about that growth as an entrepreneur who started something and now you're able to, okay, we've grown enough. I can do this and I can do that. Well, I must say the Lord is good. <laughs> My God. Go preach. You preach. Got to preach. preach. <laughs> but yeah, Which it is. It, bring it, it, a choir and start doing some hymns. <laughs> hey, don't, don't get me started now. But seriously, no, um, it has been. And so the journey is, it, it is certainly a journey. I think last we talked, um, I, I don't even know how I had the time to come and talk to you, you know. And um, we were, you know, of course you're busy, but when you open a business, a lot of times I say this a lot that, uh, you open business to kind of the way you were taught or the way you thought people did it. And you don't necessarily know. Yeah. And I kind of did it. I was always the, uh, uh, the employee. So I kind of took it from an employee standpoint. It's a great book by Michael Gerber that talks about the employee, the technician and the owner, but that's a whole nother story. But at any rate, and so I felt I had to be the one to get in and do it all myself. Do it, do it, do it, do it, manage it, manage it, manage it. Watch people, watch people, watch people. You know, they'll steal from you and this, that, and other. But over the years, I have learned that you're spinning your wheels and you will burn out quickly. And so in this journey, I was able to learn, okay, I must, one, learn how to delegate Two, I had to learn that it didn't always had to be done by me because I am not that smart. Smart people hire smarter people. And so I got to the point where I just decided uh, I needed to hire smarter people that can probably do this, this part of the operations better than I probably can. And to be able to um, trust 
that you hired the right person. People say, well, you need to be in there watching the manager. Well, if I have to be there micromanaging and always watching the manager, that may be a sign that I hired the wrong manager. Um, now, I went through several <laughs> of hiring the wrong manager um, or hiring the wrong employees or just hiring employees that wasn't ready for the, the particular job at that time. And so it is a journey. It is a trial and error. Um, but I think uh, once you get to the point where you can um, supply jobs for others, that is all, that is another part of giving back into this community. You are creating jobs and for people to take care of themselves, take care of the things they need to take care of. And I believe that is uh, that is part of giving as well, other than just giving money or giving time. Yeah. Oh, plenty to circle back there. On. Oh, I know. Right? <laughs> plenty. But Eric, I know, I know one of the things we wanted to talk about today from the chamber perspective, and, and one of the reasons you invited JJ is minority-owned business. Yes. Uh, for those listening, JJ is African-American. <laughs> that is I. <laughs> <laughs> and for those listening, Eric is. Yes. I am white. What? <laughs> what? Really? What? Really? <laughs> um, but, but just talk about the importance of that in our business culture, our business climate to encourage minority-owned businesses yeah. and what a shining example JJ yeah. is. Yeah, JJ has been an awesome example of that, right? And, and the growth that he has seen over the course of the years. Um, and what a wonderful story he shared with us as well. Um, looking forward to having him um, with what you talked about with our Minority Business Owners Initiative, uh, which we're starting to ramp up at the chamber as well. Um, we want to be a place of a relevant resource for our minority business. Um, and going back to your question and, and your statement about how important it is for minorities in our town, in our in our city, in our county, um, I think it's very important to have that diversity um, of business in our town. Um, I think it adds spice. It adds more to um, what we're doing in Roman Floyd County, the growth of Roman Floyd County. Um, there's so many um, creative ideas and creative businesses that are popping up um, that are minority owned. And I think it's a really cool aspect to have. Um, and like I said, it just adds more to our community and it gives us an opportunity to expand and grow more. Well, and JJ's success story, uh, as just an example to inspire others, he just rolled his eyes when I said success story. I'm, but, I'm still but, trucking along. But, um, and I know we've probably talked to you about this before, but you have a background in law enforcement. Yeah. Correct. Um, which is funny. You said, one of the things you said was sometimes you got to worry about employees stealing from you, but that, that may be the, the, the law enforcement kicking in. But it could be. Um, just the. The entrepreneurial the entrepreneurial gene was bouncing around in you, and what kind of what compelled you to start Smoothie King, and and step step out there on your own. Well, when I first moved here, I didn't have a job, and my wife said, "You need to get a job." <laughs> <laughs> uh, happy wife, happy life. Yes. That was, yeah, that was one of the first things. Get a so job I had, or get out. Um, and so, but I've always wanted to be uh, an entrepreneur. I always wanted to be in business. I always wanted to be an entrepreneur, and I have a different view on what that word actually means now, yeah. and how I've always wanted to get in um, a business, and so. To ask your question, then I'll circle back. To ask your question, I've always wanted to get in business. I went to undergrad for business. I went to grad school for business, but was working in law enforcement. and didn't do neither. And then when I uh, arrived here in Rome about, uh, oh, going on 10 years now. Oh, wow. When I arrived here 10, almost 10 years ago, be 10 years in October, um, I didn't get back in law enforcement 
only because I just felt that if the good Lord wanted me to stay in law enforcement, then he would have kept me where I was when I was a few years short of I could retire. And so I thought then this was an opportunity to finally jump in that uh, goal of getting in business would be this would be the opportunity to do it. And it took some time uh, before I found something or thought that uh, something that I could do and was trying to figure it out. At one time, I was going to be an insurance person. I, I was thinking of all kinds of just trying to figure out what we needed. And because that is one thing you learn about business, that you try to find a, a need and then you fill it. And I was and how I got into Smoothie King. I grew up on it as a kid, but how we got it specifically here, specifically here is I had just finished a CrossFit workout and. Uh, my wife was doing, I forgot what she was doing. She was working the yoga or something. And one night we were in the bed uh, or going to bed. And it was like, I really wish I had a smoothie after my workout today. And at that time, when we first got it, there were no smoothie places around. None. The nearest one was um, of any kind was uh, Kennesaw. And I said, you know, a smoothie king that's, that's the brand I knew. It's been around. It's, this year is its fiftieth year that it's yeah. been around. Yeah, and so I said a smoothie king would be great for a post workout. That's what I would want right now. And boom, we started uh, reaching out to them and found out that you know you've heard the story. And they found out that they wanted one here, and so we contacted them. But they needed a franchisee to be able to put it there, and. Lo and behold, I happen to be that particular um, um, franchisee. That is how Smoothie King started. Now, if I can circle back to what Eric was saying about minority, minority businesses, I think that is very important and that we need to shine a light on that. But I also I, I want to encourage if you know those that are listening that it may be minority businesses that you don't have to be or if you can try to change your thought process, you don't have to be a, what I call a solopreneur. Like it. Right. You don't necessarily, meaning the business and it goes in waves, but the bit, you don't want to be that the business dies with you mm-hmm. or it, 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 you are the business mm-hmm. at some, at, at, you want to get to a point where the business is running successfully to an extent without you, because if it does, if it does not, then you are capped at what you could do because there's only so much time that you have. And so you want to be able to grow beyond that. You want to be able to leverage uh, uh, employees. You want to be able to leverage things so you can be able to grow. If it's only you, and only you doing it, then that may that may cause you to burn out. I was talking to a guy the other day, a black entrepreneur. He had a business, and he told me how he would go to work in his particular business at 7 a.m. or 6 a.m., and then he would do all the jobs. He wouldn't get back home to midnight sometime. Mm. Then he would have to do the paperwork of the business, He's in the bed at three, back up at six a.m. to go to the next job seven days a week. When you do things like that, 
I, I understand at a certain time the business owns you. Yeah. But you need to get to the point where you own the business. So even with that, JJ, how how does one listening that may be listening and dealing with that right now, how what is maybe the first step in getting to that point? Knowing that when you hire someone, they are not going to do it as good as you <laughs> think you do it. I like that. As good as you think you do it. <laughs> They're not going to do it as good as you. Okay. Because no one is you. Right. And it's not theirs. But I have a rule, or not a rule, but I used, I used to say if if they can get it 80% of me <laughs> and 20% not, I, I go with those odds. I know they're not going to do though. 100% right. of how I do it. Yeah. They're not going to, in my store, they're not going to speak to the customer Maybe like it because they they don't have my particular personality, right? You know, maybe they do, maybe they well, don't. You're, you're so shy. Yeah, I'm very shy guy. <laughs> and so they may not, you know, they may not uh, uh, speak to the like customer or, you know, I've had I've heard my manager we you know say one time, we wish we had your kind of energy. Everybody doesn't have that, so I understand that. But you need to understand that they may not do it as well as you, and that'd be okay. That is the first step is the mindset, knowing that. They're not going to do it as good as me. Now, they can't do only 10% of me because then that's a horror. <laughs> but can they do enough that it is okay for me to be able to, you know, get to that point where I can grow? I think that as black entrepreneurs, we yeah. grew up mm-hmm. seeing our, our, our grandfather who yeah. owned a barbershop or something. Right. He was at the barbershop every day or owned a small convenience store, a grocery shoe store, store, shoe store. Yeah. He was there all day, every day. Maybe he was a mechanic, owned right. a little mechanic business. He was there all day. You can't grow like that if you want to grow. And if you don't want to grow, you may have other passions yeah. that you may want to pursue. I enjoy working and volunteering and doing things in this community. Com- community. I enjoy the boys I serve and the people that we serve. And it is me getting to the thought that how can I run a business and get out of it enough, I, I call it semi-passive, <laughs> you know, get out of it enough that I can be able to get in this community that has embraced me and I've embraced it and do that which I believe. I may have gave public service up as a cop, but I believe now mm-hmm. that my public service is what I am doing now between giving, uh, supplying jobs as well as volunteering and serving on the boards that Further this community. Yeah, it's good. Wow, that was <laughs> that, that's a speech right there. Um, how about you? You talk about the things you're involved in, in the community. Talk about your relationship with the chamber. Well, some kind of way, <laughs> I think all of the board members said no when they said when they asked them to be the chair, and they they had to settle for me. <laughs> but, yeah, they had to settle. But you, you used so, to you so, used to protect and serve. <laughs> now you just serve. I just serve. <laughs> uh, uh, I am gracious and honored, and you know, elated that. Uh, to serve as the chair of the chamber. The chamber has been such um, a conduit to my success in this community. I I say this unequivocally, without the chamber, that would be no JJ that you know in this community. It was the chamber who, uh, who put me 
in the position to do the things that I do. It, it was the chamber. I had never even, when I moved here, I, I honestly, I didn't know anything about a chamber. I didn't, I didn't know. I mean, I've heard of it, but I didn't know how that, how that world worked. And I got on the chamber because of business. I knew you, if you got a business, you should join the chamber. If you got a business, you should join the chamber. I knew if you had a business, you should join the chamber. Okay. Um, for, those of, a, for those of you listening who own businesses, join the chamber. <laughs> and so I did that because I thought that's, that's what you're supposed to do. And then just got entwined into the chamber life and uh, in, the, in the community. And it put me in the, in the community. And I learned so much about Rome because of it. I, I am truly indebted to the chamber for uh what what I have accomplished or or trying to accomplish or things I have done and in this in this community and if it had not been you know for the good Lord uh, I don't know uh, how things work he maneuvered things and put me through the chamber and he used the chamber as it could do it to put me in this community and I enjoy it can I ask you this JJ sure. and, and this is something that I've thought about especially with minority right sometimes that could be intimidating coming to a chamber um, because nobody looks like them at the chamber so. Um, in your uncom- were you uncomfortable? A and then B. Um, how did you get over that uncomfortableness? If you were, okay, yes, you're correct. But it is first of all. <laughs> when I first moved to Rome, George, I was like, "Yo, <laughs> where my brothers at? Hey, where are my people? I don't know." So, um, <laughs> um, so was I uncomfortable? Um, yes. Yes. Okay. That yes. is a, that is a yes. Yes. Even with my personality, I was like, uh, I don't know <laughs> what am I getting into? And I'm from down South yeah. and I'm from, uh, an urban metropolitan, metropolitan, area. urban, urban <laughs> neighborhood in Houston. And, and so Caucasians were, you know, I saw them, but you know, before I became a cop, I just saw them patrolling you understand yes okay i'm trying to keep it good here. yes all right so at any rate <laughs> um so yes that was some intimidating that was very intimidating um but you have to get through it yeah right you have to push through it what is the goal yeah what are you trying to do and you push through it ain't the first time we been intimidated by something. Correct. And so you push through then and you just push through again and you come, you shake hands, you network. Uh, I like to say your network is your net worth. That's good. And so you need to, you are just bumper sticker. Yes. Oh, he is. He's, he's real little monster. Oh man. I Listen. love it. And so you got to come and shake hands and that's just, we can't not, um, Hey, when we get to heaven, it ain't going to all just be one color. Right. And so right. we need to be able to mingle, intermingle with everyone because you do not know who holds your blessing in their hand. And you're choosing not to mingle with them because of X, Y, and Z. Right. Well, and it, it ultimately, I know it's a, a, a roadblock I don't understand, but when you start building personal relationships, they're personal relationships. Correct. And that stuff goes away. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, granted, in the monolith of things, it, when you walk into, I, I get it. Uh, you know, um, so good for you. 
and and now look at you. You you've built this business, and you're serving, and you're you're running the whole damn town. I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, May, I, Mayor JJ, I, I think they're running me. <laughs> like I said, I just left a board, a board meeting, and so I was running over here. <laughs> I don't know, but I again, it's, it's part of the public service in me. Yeah, I enjoy it. Um, you know, if now I'm at the point that I think I tried, like if I when I'm consulting other businesses and uh, ideas, the first thing is I'm thinking, how much time is it going to take away from my service to the community? Hmm. And if I think it's going to take too much time, then I don't necessarily want to do it. Yeah. So what else do you do? Well, Talk about service to the community. I know it's, it's a long list, but. I am. I don't know. Um, well, we talked about I'm the chair of the um, chamber. Yep. I'm also the president of the board for the Boys and Girls Club. Yep, I played basketball there as a kid. How about that? I love Boys and Girls Club. I, if I played football, I was I played in the Santa Bowl. The oh Santa yes, Bowl. I remember that. I wow. remember that on a Saturday. I, I was an all star from West End Elementary. I don't want to brag. About my, I don't want to brag about my athletic Uh-oh. exploits. Uh-oh. But I, my, my athletic career peaked at about the age of twelve, <laughs> and then I was done. But. Well, if, if you see my golf game, you would think mine peaked at when I was two, because my golf game is. We're not even going to talk about it. But, 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 so Boys and Girls okay, Club. Okay, Boys and Girls yeah. Club. And um, uh, I serve on the, um, because of my seat of the chair, I serve on the Rome Development, uh, Economic Development Authority Board. Yeah. Um, I'm, well, that good. that's good. That takes advantage of your business networking that relationship. And we have, um, I'm on the committee for uh, Florida Against Drugs. Matter of fact, if you want to come, same as plug, but we're doing murder mystery. <laughs> yes. Murder mystery, March 16th. Murder mystery, March 16th. Come, I will be there performing murder mystery. It is a great show and it's food and buffet and you get the murder mystery and it supports uh, Florida against drugs. So that is something else that I'm, I'm part of. I am a part of Walk a Mile and her shoes. I'm sure you're seeing the guys that walk down. It's an anti-domestic violence organization. So I'm a part of that. I'm probably missing out something. So if if I'm on something and I did not mention your name, I apologize right now. Well, where's the murder mystery thing happening? It is, uh uh-oh, it's at North... No, it used to be at the form. It said North, but North Side, not North Side Church. What's the, oh, North Broad? I should, should I have I put you on the spot here? Yeah, where where can they find more information? Can I, is is there a website or a Google or? Oh, see, they're gonna get mad. <laughs> ask, ask Eric a question while I go to my email here. And, well, and okay, find okay, out. I'll do that. Uh, Eric, the m- yes. m- Minority Business Initiative, which is mm-hmm. starting in late March. Yes. Uh, so, so. What are the goals? Is this to raise an awareness? Is this to encourage young entrepreneurs? Yeah. What, 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 what are the goals? I think it's a combination, really. And um, starting out, the chamber, we're looking at it as being a resource. Okay. A resource for minority businesses, whether that be education, business education, if you will, um, how to brand yourself, how to tell your story, those different things. Um, a resource as in networking. Um, and making sure that all of our minority businesses have the resources that they need, not only to survive, but thrive. Well, and that's, so that's, that's connectivity to other members of the chamber, but banks for loans right. and, and, and uh, real estate places to, to lease storefront, what, what have mm-hmm. you, that type of stuff. Yeah, just yeah. giving them that resource yeah. um, and connecting them, yes. Yeah, and, Connect, and collaboration. And, and, and picking JJ's brain because, you yes. know, if, if – 
Um, a wise man once told me that if you're, you see somebody that's achieved something in life, well, learn their path. Because if you, for example, I'm a sports guy. So if you want to be a head coach in college football, well, where do they come from? They typically played and then they became a graduate assistant and then they became an assistant. And they, that lifestyle makes you bounce around the country. But at some point you can earn your way to being a head coach. If you want to be the CEO of Coca-Cola, what did he do? He, he got a degree in business and he went to work for this company or he drove a Coca-Cola. There's a path that's already yeah. been laid out. So yeah. if you see something that you, oh, that would be a nice thing for me 30 years from now. Follow the path because lots of people have set the path and you have set a path here for uh, entrepreneur opening up a local business. So uh, something like JJ's story can inspire others. Right. And like like you said, success leaves clues, right? As as Tony Robbins said, success leaves clues. So what clue can they pick up? So you just did that in 10 seconds and it took me 30. (laughs) (laughs) Did you Google and find out more information about it? I checked my email. (laughs) It is called the Retired Superhero Reunion to Die For. It is the murder, (laughs) mystery, dinner, and silent auction. It is March 16th. It is at... Hold on. I'm getting older now, and I have to put on these my glasses. Okay. It is going to be at Pleasant Valley North Baptist Church. Doors open and silent auction at 6 p.m. Dinner at 6.30. And then the fun begins um, of trying to figure out who died, who died first, why they died. And I am playing... Well, I, I don't think I'm supposed to tell you who I'm playing okay. yet. So I better not. You're going to give the mystery. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to do that. But you can. Uh, for, for more information, visit FloydAgainstDrugs.com. FloydAgainstDrugs.com. Okay. That, thank you. I, I was intrigued by that. That's a nice. That's a clever little thing to uh, be a part of. And with your background in law enforcement. Be great if you're the villain. Oh uh, well, I, I don't know. I can't say, but I'm telling you, it is going to be a super fun, fun time. Um, when does the initiative start? We're going to have our kickoff or information session on March 28th. Um, we're going to start around five o'clock at the chamber. Okay. When? What kind of roadblocks and headaches did you run into starting Smoothie King? That just 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 as an entrepreneur in general. Um, just um, maybe things you didn't anticipate because okay, your, your franchise, you know, how, how much time do we have? <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, usually some people ask is, Oh, it was great. I was so excited. I got my space and, I, and then I had to pay taxes. <laughs> uh, and if I could stuff, I, you know, I, it was little stuff that I'd be honest that I wasn't, I don't know why. Um, one, you know, I'm again, you got a police background, military background. So I just thought when you tell somebody to do something, they would just do it. No, that's not, that does not happen. We have to incentivize and encourage uh, things to happen. But that was uh, employee conflict resolution was something uh-huh. that I wasn't, that I had to learn and, 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 and figure out. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, that was some, um, one real tangible thing I guess you want to say is, as specifically to Smoothie King, it wasn't, although the brand had been around a long time, it wasn't well known in Rome. So I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't know how much of, of, of marketing dollars and how much of marketing education I was going to have to do to uh, get 
uh, our customers to understand who we are and uh, what we are. So that was a challenge that I wasn't, um, I was, you know, people in Atlanta who have, there's several, 75, some stores, whatever, in Atlanta, and a lot of them was like, why are you doing all that? I was like, I have to let the people know who we are. And when I had other franchises, he would say, well, we would just, we just opened our doors and people came. And I said, well, that was not my reality. And sometimes you have to perform based on what your reality is. You have to play the cards that you are dealt. Yeah, yeah, it's your market is different than our market. Yeah, it's totally, it's totally different. And so, uh, and no, people say you can't compare to Ramalan. You can't, but from a small town, this market to another small town, it was different. It just, it just depends on your 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 market. And so, uh, I learned that people always say location, 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 but I think it's. Yes, location, 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 but not in the terms of where I sit it on the road, which that does have something to do with it. But also location, location, meaning your market, Mm. you know, can you get in a market that already knows? There's a reason why we have several uh, uh, great, delicious, yummy Mexican restaurants because they come because they know this is a market that enjoys the, the delicacies of, of, of Mexican food. And so they come. They don't have to test it. Well, I was tested in the beginning. <laughs> right. And now we have several others. You, you understand? Yes. So yes. I think, so, so I was, that was one of the things that I I learned. I knew about the taxes and all all, <laughs> all, all that. It was just the little, the little things. Um, and, you know, certainly employees that, that, not that, I have great employees, but you go through a lot before you find great ones. Right. Um, and and if you hire 15, all 15 may not be great. Right. Those are things you just have to combat, and you you learn that. And yeah. so those are little small things that I, I learned. Well, and for those who don't know, your location is? 832 Turner McCall Boulevard right there next to Aldi. There's uh, Steak and Shake right there. The, the infamous Applebee's. Applebee's. I heard so many people loved Applebee's when I first got it. Man, you got to go to Applebee's. Like, you don't know about Applebee's. You got to go to Applebee's. It's the best thing in the world. Anyway, right next, right next to Applebee's. Everybody loves Applebee's. Anyway, Applebee's. So come on down. And it's easy parking right off the street. Easy parking. And, 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 and. The smoothies taste great. If you don't want the protein and like Eric with all the vegan and all yeah, the, there you go. the good stuff that's great for your body, listen, you can come over there and get you a lemon twist strawberry or angel food, a pineapple surf, whatever tastes good to you, you come on and get it. We well, got it. Well, and you mentioned earlier that it was for you, it was about a post-workout thing, but that that it can be, it can just be a sweet treat. Yes. It, it can be any time of day for anybody's needs. We right? have them with no sugar and we got them with sugar. We got them with vegetables, no vegetables. We got them with protein, no protein. It's whatever you want. Preach it. We just got it. I, 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 I'm old enough to know where the. Uh, I'm old enough to know the Aldi used to be a movie theater. movie theater. Yeah, that's what that's I heard. Right. I remember that the, the village, yeah. the village, village theater. theaters. Um, I watched many movies there growing up as a kid. Okay, where they use season sinks? Come on over there where the movie theater used to be. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Okay, um, just any any final thoughts here as we wrap up here or contact information. Um, 
come buy a smoothie and come join the chamber? Is that is that what it is for you, Justin? I, I think that's exactly. Come buy a smoothie at Smoothie King. They don't call us the king for nothing. And uh, <laughs> must be hard being a king. Hey, hey, sometimes <laughs> it's, 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 it's Gump. Hey, hard. <laughs> so come hard by Smoothie King. king. <laughs> Certainly come say hi to my, my my team and say hi to us. And um, and then certainly yes, I I just want to say, if you're on the business, join the chamber. Chamber has great opportunity. It has great networking. It has great opportunities for you to meet other people. It has great educational opportunities where you can learn a lot of uh, things. And I want to say that uh, for those who may have joined and then stopped and didn't pay dues, listen. If you put into it, as much as you put into it, that is as much as you're going to get out of it. And if you put into it, it's, you're going to get a great return on it. You just have to be able to put into it what you want to get out of it. And so I think it's a great opportunity. Join the chamber, join the chamber, join the chamber. I cannot say that anymore. I know Eric's going to say his part. And to all my minority minority businesses, get out there. And if you feel stuck, when you feel like it's only you on your back, take a moment. Breathe, pray, and slowly add some staff to your team and see how it can relax you just a little bit more. Got to invest in your business to invest in yourself. That's right. Yeah. 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 Uh, so. which, which has allowed you to invest in the community more, you know, and, and wow, it's just, you're, you're a wise man. I just man. love this rural community. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. <laughs> uh, okay, Eric. Final thoughts from you in the chamber yes. and, and contact information, et cetera. Yeah, contact information, ecollins at romega.com. Um, phone number 706-291-7663. And again, for our Minority Business Owners Initiative, we will kick off on March 28th. That is a Tuesday, March 28th at the chamber. And we'll start around 5 o'clock. And when is your... Um when is your concert like your Lou Rawls impersonation concert? You know what? We're gonna we're gonna all three come together and sing and dance and do everything. Uh, I guess you got a great voice, man. Well, thank you. Uh, um, and so uh, anyway, um, well, that's it. This has been a great show, guys. Yes, sir. Appreciate, appreciate you so much for being thank here. Thank you. This has been fantastic. Thank you. Appreciate it. You've been listening to the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight here on Rome Business Radio. We broadcast from the Hardy Realty Studios on Broad Street in downtown Rome, Georgia, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. Thank you so much for listening.